Welcome to The Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, and after riding a workplace roller coaster, I was able to find my strength and motivation starting Ella Mazur Creative, a social media agency that coaches and manages businesses all over the world to take their Instagram to the next level. talk to you about the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. Hello, happy Monday. If you're listening to this on a Monday, if you're listening to this not on a Monday, I hope you're having a beautiful day. I am going to be talking to you about the sacred feminine retreat that I went on a few weeks ago. And I feel like there was a fine line of me doing it straight after the retreat or a few weeks after. And me trying to remember everything, but also just trying to integrate and learn or like really let everything sink in and also recover because it was a lot of energy output and I I was so tired after and I actually came home early, but we'll get into that in just a second. I've just come off a masterclass training. I did one for D and you may have heard of her. She's been on my podcast before, Her Soulful Success. We just did a masterclass for her boss builder um, group coaching program and I talked all about selling on social. So I feel like I'm a little bit like hyped up. I feel every time I come off one of these masterclasses, I have so much energy because everybody is just so keen to learn and the energy on there was amazing. So I feel like this is the perfect time to sit down and record a podcast because I'm going to give you my absolute best energy before I get into my review of the retreat. I have something exciting to tell you that the waitlist is now open for Social CEO for June. It kicks off the 7th of June and it is a 12-week program. If you're not too sure what it is, it is everything that is, it's encompassing both social media and business. So it's the next step to my Instagram for business course, although that is also included in there. So my Instagram for business course is really focused on creating content and how to create and the strategy behind that. This is the next step. So this is laying the foundation of your business, the systems and processes involved. And this is perfect if you are a product or service-based business. I actually work with both and I focus on making sure that I get both clients or both types of businesses epic results. Over the 12 weeks, you have my 100% support. You have the accountability of everyone else in the group. There is a once a week call that goes for about an hour or an hour and a half, depending on what that topic is. And we go over systems and processes to help automate and scale your business. So I really show you all of the different things that I use for my business, but then give you some other options as well. And when you sign up to the course, You have lots of trainings about all of these different platforms, so you can pick and choose, but you can also audit the ones that you're currently using. For example, if there's something in your business that you hate doing, 
find an easier way to do it or outsource it. So I really give you a bird's eye view perspective of everything that you can be doing in your business, everything you're currently doing so that it can be easier so that you can grow and scale with ease. The second thing we go over is your Instagram. So I do a full audit for everyone involved. I send you a video where I go over your bio, everything, and I give you some feedback so that you know how to implement everything. As well as this in the training, I actually teach you how to do this for yourself long-term. And the reason I do this is because it's not just going to take one audit or one change on the on your business journey you launch different things, you go through different phases in your business and you want to learn how to actually look at your business from a perspective of your clients or the people that you want to attract on Instagram. Then we go over your content strategy, which is probably my favorite part of the whole program. We go over sales psychology and how to sell on social and how to integrate that into your plan. So it's not just, oh, how how do we create this post and what kind of content to focus on, but really what do we create and what do we post to get inside the head of your audience and convert. So it's not just about the post, it's more about the sale of the content that you're creating. We go over your customer journey on and off of Instagram. So from when they first find your post to they when they follow you, watch your stories, how, how do they go through all of that to then becoming a client or a customer of yours? We go through sales and how to have these sales conversations in the DMs because I feel like they can be quite daunting, especially if you have never done it before, if you're new to this, and if you are, you are someone that receives a lot of salesy DMs and you hate it, you're not going to be so comfortable wanting to do that because I know so many businesses like, I hate it when people do this, so I'm not going to do it. But there is actually a right way to do it and there is a way that is effective for you to actually make lots of money and sell your products and services in the DM. And the last module we go over is how to launch on Instagram and that can be anything. That can be a masterclass. It can be your email list. It can be a freebie. It can be something big or small, but I take you through the steps of what to create, how to show up online and how to create a plan so that you can effectively launch anything on Instagram. So that is that is what you will learn. The outcomes of this have been phenomenal. Some of the ladies have started to implement everything and they start to get results in a couple of weeks and they range from learning how to change what to say on stories and do on stories to then qualify and make sales through their stories. Whereas before they were just relying on a piece of content to do all the heavy lifting for them. Other people um, didn't have the confidence to be creating reels or posting or being consistent or just had no idea what to post and what sort of strategy to implement. And now they do and now they're having amazing results. Some people had no idea how to sell, how to have these conversations, or they just felt like they couldn't, and now they know, and now they're having amazing results and getting sales through DM conversations. So the results really vary from every business, and I can just see the improvement and the confidence and the clarity, which is everything I want for you to get. My aim for the 12 weeks is to make sure that you actually do it 
and make sure that you get what you want out of it. So before you sign up, we have a Zoom call together and I make sure that I can actually help you with the problems that you have, with the struggles that you have. So if you're in a spot in business where you feel a bit stuck, where you sort of know what content to create, but you're not really getting results or you're just wanting to invest in learning new strategies, new concepts and learning from someone that is getting results and you've seen others get the results, then please feel free to slide into my DMs. I'm so excited for this next round because I know it's going to be even better. Every single round I do, it just improves. It gets so much clearer. The results are incredible and I'm very, very excited for it. So if that sounds like something that you might be interested in, please feel free to send me a DM. Otherwise, I'll put the details in the show notes below as well. Okay. So a few weeks ago, I went on a sacred feminine retreat. And you might be wondering, what is that? To be honest, when I... Like when I decided to go, I didn't really know what I was signing up for, what I was going to. I was like, yeah, that sounds like fun, a retreat. You know, there's breath work, there's yoga, there's meditation. I'm down for that. And it was so much more than that. And it was so much more than I could have ever imagined. It was exactly what I needed. I didn't even know how much I needed it. So I've been feeling really, really tired, um, as you do as a business owner. And I felt a little bit stuck, even though I knew where I was going in business, what, um, what my goals are. I wasn't really feeling stuck in that mentality, but more in myself. And this retreat has absolutely nothing to do with business, but more so getting in touch with your feminine side. So why I'm sharing this is because I feel like when you're running your business and you are a female running your business, there's just so much more that you can be doing to make it easier. But also it's a very masculine thing, doing all the planning and budgeting and strategy and all of those things. And really we, we love creating, we love being in the present. We love being in tune with what we need and what we want and what we desire. So it's been amazing to come back and be present in my business with, yes, making a plan, but also how can I um, really be flexible with myself and know when to do more, when to do less, um, incorporating some of these different rituals that we learnt that I'll go over as well. So I think that's why I'm sharing because I, it's so important to, do something different, get out of your comfort zone. If you're feeling like you can't progress, like you want something more, you want something different, then actually do something about it rather than staying at your desk and staying in your job and doing nothing and feeling like shit. So I'm going to go over now what the outline of the retreat was and we'll go over some significant parts. And I feel like I have a lot of notes in front of me just because there were so many incredible things that happened. Firstly, I was invited to come to create content and um, I was like, yeah, definitely. I'm so keen. This is something that I would come to anyway. It really aligns with me. Um, I would love to be there. And they sort of said to me, and just create content whenever you feel 
make it feel really organic. Don't like, obviously I'm not going to be putting cameras in people's faces when they're doing different vulnerable activities and practices because I hate it when people do that to me. Um, so that was that. So I went on my own and as you know, if you've listened to my podcast or if you follow me, I'm quite the introvert. I love being alone. I love my alone time. So going to something completely by myself, not knowing anyone was already, it's already quite a challenging thing for me because I'm not the one to, like, I hate small talk. So I'm not the one to initiate small talk conversation, but this really forced me to. And the women that were on this retreat were not about small talk. It was a very deep, deep retreat. So it was amazing just to be able to have these connections with these other women that are all going through something. And you really recognize how we are as women, we're all so connected and we all go through shit and we all need to rely on each other more rather than think that we have to go through everything alone, which we, which we feel all the time. So we got, I got there on the Friday, um, drove down from Perth and even the drive down, I feel like it was so challenging. I was not paying attention. I was listening to my book and all of a sudden I realized that the fuel gauge had been on and I didn't know how long it had been on for and I had no reception. Well, it was like coming in and out of reception. So I called Bart and I was like, I don't know where I am. Like I, I know, but I don't know where I am in relation to a petrol station and I can't find one because my maps aren't loading just to let you know. And he was like, great cool. So you just called me. Like I have no way of calling you back. I have no way of knowing where you are, but you have, you're running out of petrol, which was quite funny, but I did make it to a petrol station and I was able to let go of that anxiety. But it was funny because a lot of this sort of stuff and challenges and how we deal with different moments, um, all came up through the retreat. So when we got there, we had an opening ceremony which was down by a river. It was a, we were all seated in a circle. We were saged. Um, I don't know if that's the technical lingo for it, so don't come at me. There was an amazing welcoming and opening ceremony. Um, it was, yeah, it was really, really beautiful. I think that's when a lot of the tears started to happen. And then we moved up onto this grassy area and, the challenging moment started for me. So I don't know if you've ever done breath work where um, the facil facilitator asks you to close your eyes while you're still standing up and they play some music and you're just asked to move to the music. I have done that before and I found it really challenging and I thought, oh, because I did it on a Friday after work, I was so in my head, um, I couldn't get out of my head, all of those sorts of things. We had to do this on the Friday and then we had to do this pretty much every day, many times a day throughout the retreat. And here I am thinking, we're doing this first up on the Friday. It's over and done with. It's really, really hard. And no, we, we, we did it a lot throughout the retreat, which I guess was good because that was a very big challenge of mine. And now I feel like I can't stop moving to music. Like I was driving home and I couldn't stop. So <laughs> definitely unlocked something for me. But he played three songs and 
we had to have our eyes closed and then for the third one we could open our eyes and really move around and I don't know why I just find this so so challenging I'm much much better with it now but I think you're just so in your head with thinking what other people are thinking and they're thinking what other people are thinking too so you're not alone with it everyone's thinking what other people are thinking and I just had uh, I just feel like this happens in every aspect of life when you feel uncomfortable or you're out of your depth or you can think about well if I do this and I do this the way I want and the way I feel what's everyone else going to think so that that's what I took away from that and I really pushed myself, especially on the last two days. I just went all in. I was like, well, they're all feeling it too. I'm just going to let my body move. After that, we had our first workshop, which was a um, human design workshop. And this was quite interesting. I've, I've learned quite a bit about human design before um, and human gene keys or gene keys. So that was very interesting. Uh, then we had dinner and we had our first sharing circle where a few of the women sort of shared why they were there for different reasons, various reasons. And we had our first activity with one of the other facilitators, Carly, where we were blindfolded and asked to meet our challenge. And she guided us through this almost like a meditation where we had to face our challenge this is also where I found it challenging because I was so exhausted by this point just from the whole week that I've had that when we were lying down on the floor blindfolded, I really couldn't concentrate. I felt like I couldn't be present because I kept falling asleep, <laughs> which is nothing, not a testament to her at all. She is incredible. And a few of the other workshops that we did were amazing with her, but I think I was just too tired so in future, if I was to go again, which I think I will for the June one, definitely come a little bit more rested so I can focus and be a little bit more present. After that, we had sound healing. And I think my favorite part of the whole retreat is after the last workshop or after the last practice, which was sound healing, there is a noble silence that everybody has to take until after the morning workshop is complete. And that basically means nobody can talk to each other, which just works so well for me. I was like, can we implement this at home and like everywhere? Noble silence from now. <laughs> it's so nice to wake up in the morning and not have to explain to say, because we were sharing a room with a few people, not have to explain what you're doing, where you're going or make that conversation in the morning or just wake up and do your thing, which, um, I think you really underestimate how powerful that is. You can just be present with yourself and your own thoughts. On the Saturday morning, we had yoga with a beautiful lady called Suza, and she took us through this Kundalini-style yoga, but she also just created her own practice, which was so nice. And after that, we went into something similar to a sweat lodge, and if you're not sure what that is, it's basically this tent that they put up and inside there was a cauldron boiling with herbs. So that there was specifically rosemary in there. And you go in there and it's hot. It's You get sweaty. So it feels like you're in Bali and it smelled amazing. And there was 25 of us in this teepee tent 
inhaling this rosemary and the point of this was to chant and then also let the steam and the the herbs come more like infuse more into your body so that it's it's yeah I can't remember exactly the benefits of it but it was it was really nice like it was nice for your skin but it was also nice for your insides and when we did a lot of breath work so I feel like this just adds another element to that when we were in there as well I mentioned that we were chanting and that was just so beautiful to be a part of again that's really I don't know I've never experienced anything like that before and I feel like to me that was the most memorable part of the whole retreat was going into this beautiful teepee surrounded by other women. We were all in our bathers at seven o'clock in the morning, chanting and sweating in this teepee while outside it was freezing cold and it was actually a little bit rainy because we were a little bit out of Perth, about three and a half hours out then we all came out of the tent and we all just sort of had to stand there on the grass to let everything sink in, not go have a shower, but rather let it all stay on the skin and inside. And it was a really nice contrast of being so hot and sweaty to then coming outside and being a little bit cold. We then had breakfast and all the food was prepared by um, a nutritionist and it was delicious. It was so fresh and we had chia yogurt fresh fruits for breakfast every day and she just did such a great job after this we had our first workshop which was the beginning of the journey where sean who was facilitating talked a little bit about his experience we talked a little bit about um, inner child work lots of mindset stuff lots of um, where your imposter imposter syndrome self-doubt all of your different uh, insecurities, where they where they all come from and how to deal with them. So this was preparing us for breath work in the afternoon. So starting to really think about that. We did some more dancing, um, which again I found challenging because I was like, oh, we're done with that. No, we were definitely not done with that. Did some more dancing, did some more embodiment work, um, and then we had our first breathwork session in the afternoon. There was a lot more that went into it, but I do want to leave an element of mystery in case you do want to come because I feel like you'll get so much out of it. I know that I did. And, yeah, we did our breathwork. Everybody had to set an intention. And you would have heard me talk about this before where I've had some powerful sessions before and some breakthroughs. And this was next level. I don't know if it was because we were surrounded by all of these women also going through their own shit, dealing with their own. Everyone had different intentions, but it was powerful. It was absolutely amazing to actually just be in that room as well. My intention was love and I didn't actually realize, but while I was at the retreat, um, I had, a few memories pop up and it was actually one year exactly since I had my miscarriage. So that's why my intention was love. Um, just because I've done like a little bit of therapy and I've seen a few, um, I saw an astrologer and stuff. And a lot of, a lot of the time they told me that I hadn't actually 
dealt with my miscarriage, even though I thought that I had, and I thought I was fine. And I think when I was going through it at the time, yes, I was sad and I was hurt, but I was sort of like, move on. It's okay. It's done. You can't do anything. And I didn't really let myself grieve or be sad. And I don't think you really allow yourself, like it, there's, like I was talking to a friend about this and she said, it's almost like I'm shocked by how sad I am by it. I was like, that's so true. I, I definitely was. Um, so I had that intention and I felt like in my breath work, I was really able to just allow myself to grieve the loss and allow myself to acknowledge what had happened um, and from a loving place. So I don't, I don't know. I thought I had dealt with it. I thought I had moved on, but obviously not. And, um, this helped so much. It was so powerful. I was crying like a baby. Um, and then after everybody sort of shared, everyone had to share and I just couldn't stop crying from in a, in a really good way. But that was probably the first time where I had, I had really allowed myself to, to grieve that loss and to accept it and, to be really present with it in that moment. So that was quite transformative for me and it was like a huge weight had like been let off my shoulders. It was, it was nice. Then we did some more movement. We did some more dance. We had a bit of a dance party, shift the energy. And after we had dinner, which was delicious, all the food was so after dinner, we had sound healing and I have to tell you what, I was so, so exhausted from that whole day because it's a lot of work. It's a lot of energy work. I was exhausted and I was exhausted from the whole week. So I didn't go to that sound healing. I actually went to bed at eight o'clock and I did not hear when any of the women came into the room either. So that's how tired I was. I'm quite a light sleeper generally. So I feel like that's quite a testament to how exhausted I was. Also, we were working, like we were doing this from, say, six in the morning. So we would wake up, we have to wake up at six, we do our meditation, um, and then our first workshop for yoga would start at 6.30. So it's quite a, a long day for this kind of work. Then on the Sunday, again, we wake up at six, we had meditation, and this was more of an, like, it was a guided meditation by Kali, but it was embodiment and movement as well. And I've never experienced anything like this. And I think you're lying down and she's guiding you through this meditation and she says, oh, this, I, th I feel like this is going to be quite emotional. And in my mind, I was like, how can it be emotional? Like we're just doing a guided meditation at like six o'clock in the morning. A few minutes later, I shoot you not, everyone was crying. Everyone was getting so emotional and we were like moving our bodies, moving around, getting really comfortable and still going through this guided meditation. And even I started crying. Um, I won't go too much into what my experience was, but it was really transformative. Um, we also had to go around the room and say, do some eye gazing um, after we were all, we had to hug, we had to 
do lots of different practices to reconnect with each other. And I think it's more about showing support and being there for each other and how you can incorporate that into the real world and being there for the women in your life. After this, we had breakfast and then it was time for our next breathwork activity. And this one, the focus was more for the collective. So my intention for this was more peace and clarity. And I feel like that's that's exactly what I got out of that. It wasn't as intense as the other one. But I feel like a lot of the time I go into breath work and I'm like, oh, I'm really tired. Not much is going to happen. And so much happens, especially when you're not expecting it. Um, Then we did some more dancing, some more embodiment, which was really hard. We did some stuff with the throat chakra to try to open that up. We did that actually before the breath work. So it was more to um, feel safe in expressing and letting go during your breath work. We also did a few um, a few other activities to do with emotions and being being able to sit into your emotions before the breath work. So it was quite a powerful session again. After that, we had the option to do an ice bath or get a massage, which I got a massage. Um, I've been doing lots of ice baths lately, so I, I thought I would take the other option. And then in that afternoon, we did something called yielding, which I don't know if you are familiar with this. So I have the definition in front of me because I don't want to butcher it for you. But if you if you actually go onto my Instagram and look at the reel that I posted from this retreat, you'll see us maybe rolling around on the floor and, and doing some dancing with partners. And this is, this is where the yielding came in. So it's a felt concept for humans, but the world... And it came from Aikido tradition. It's an embodiment flow and it means to meet with equal presence. So it allows us to identify as separate beings without loss or connection to the whole. Our connection to our mother was the first experience of rebound. In the process of balance, in the urge to give and receive is not a static or stuck, but relies on felt feedback. So essentially what we were doing is rolling around and feeling the feedback from the ground and feeling the feedback that we were touching and putting pressure on. Yielding is also how we walk into a space, into a conversation and how we move in and out of our feelings and move in relationship to others. It is not collapse or giving in the lack of integrity. It is not bracing or propping to rigidity. We choose to yield into our feelings, our relationships, the fundamental bridge of unity and space, gravity giving, receiving the earth with her kinetic rebound. So we were rolling around on the floor. That was that was quite a fun practice. But essentially that was to feel the rebound of the earth and to feel how we move with the earth. We then did this with partners and we were able to feel each other's energy and flow. And then she led us out into the wild and we did this on the grass and the rocks and the trees. And this is really where um, we, a lot of us were out of our depth, but it was really fun. If anyone had come in to the retreat at that point and had no idea what we were doing, you'd definitely think that we had taken something. 
We'd be like, what are these women doing? But it was really fun. It was such a nice practice. And this is something that Carly encourages you to do, say, with your children, with your animals, with your partner. And I, I actually um, didn't even realize I do this a lot with Danny where when I'm playing with her and um, she she like live loves to jump all over me and I do a lot of this sort of practice with her and she just loves that she's the cutest thing ever next time I do it with her I'll, I'll take a video and I'll post it on story so that you can see what I mean after this we had dinner and then we had sound healing again which was beautiful which was led by Sasha who is just a goddess of a woman you can find her on Instagram as well I've tagged her in that reel on Monday morning, we did some more embodiment and dance, and that was led by Sasha. And that was that was when I started to become really comfortable with it and just letting go, um, getting really into it, just going all in. Um, and then we had a drum circle, which was a beautiful experience. We did it down by the lake. There was about 25 of us, and it was, yeah, it was quite a powerful and beautiful experience. Sadly, after that, I had to leave. I went home because um, I had a lot of work to do for that week. But I also didn't realize how much time I'd need to recover from doing so much energetic work. <sighs> so thank you for listening to my rambling. <laughs> but that's essentially what happened on the retreat. So there was a lot more, of course. I didn't go into the detail of everything. But for me, I felt very out of my depth for a lot of it, but I learned so much and I took so much away and I feel like now I feel more comfortable with myself and I can trust myself and tune into myself a lot more, whereas before I know that I'm very much in my masculine energy, even though I'm in a creative role and I'm in a creative job, there's so much that I need to think about and be doing all the time. And I know that a lot of you can relate, so that's why I'm sharing the next one is in June. So if you are interested, I can share some more info and I can share um, where it is and I can put you in touch with Uplift if that's something that you're interested in. But I wanted to say thank you so much if you have made it this far to listening to this week's episode. Um, I really want to know what you're loving with the podcast. So I've got some really exciting episodes coming up with some guests that I know that you're really, really going to take a lot away from. But if you could do me a favor and send me a DM with what episodes you've been loving, what you've listened to, what you want to hear more of, then that would really help me out as well. And if you're interested in joining Social CEO, then please make sure that you send me a DM or click the link below in the show notes because there's not that many spaces for June. I'll be taking on 10 people and we've already got a few people that have signed up. So if it sounds like something that you're interested in, if you're ready to invest and step up your Insta and your business game, then this is for you. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you soon. Bye.